so the dog starts barking today at about one o'clock, Britt. Word. And usually when our dog starts to bark in the middle of the day, it's because he's at the front window and he sees somebody walking by. He's, you know, he's just that kind of responsible dog that wants to make sure that uh, no one is ever on the street in front of our house ever. That's just a problem. <laughs> They're not allowed to be there. Wait, wait, wait. But, but it's a, so I walk over cause I, tr- I go over there not to, to shut the dog up, but I go over there to shut the dog up and have a little bit of peace. So that I just talk to him and, and he always, I look there and, uh, it's a guy. He's wearing a coat cause it was raining. It was kind of cool this day he got a hat on and he's got a little dog with him and lo and behold the little dog and it's a little wiener dog i mean it's a nothing it's taking a shit on my front lawn okay which is okay because i I do that all over the and i i have you know i take two harris teeter bags with me i'm always prepared i always pick it up and and off we go anyway so this guy and his little wiener dog he lets the dog go right on my lawn, and he just starts walking, doesn't bend over to pick it up. Wait, wait. So, <laughs> so I, I opened the door, and uh, I yelled loudly like on a cheap sitcom. I said, uh, hey, I'm going to find out where you live and bring my dog to take a shit on your lawn. Did you okay. really do it? Did you really re- do this? No, I really did. Wait, uh, I'll, I'll temper it just a little bit here. Yeah. And the the guy looks up, and I, I knew who it was. Yeah, you all knew right? the guy. Okay. I knew the guy. He lives down the street, and he's a doctor. Okay? He's a great guy. His name's Dan. And and I he's he's just mortified. Okay? But he knows I'm laughing while I'm saying this. Yeah. And and he says, no, I'll, I'll come get it. I said, don't worry about it. It's so small, I won't even notice it. And it's raining, <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter. And then I said to him, here's what really bothers me. Here's what really bothers me. Chaps me. You let your dog take a shit on my lawn, the dog that you're walking, and you're not even wearing a mask, and you're a doctor. Oh, okay. Snap. In your face. <laughs> wow. Did he just slink away and shame? No, no, no. It, it, it was all it was all in good fun. I mean, it, it was a cheap sitcom moment. It was a cheap sitcom. If I didn't know the guy, I, I don't think I would have done that. But you know, if, if someone would have seen it uh, from from afar and watched me open the door and yell, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it, it looked like uh, uh, Kevin James or you know one of those moments. I happen so. to know uh, from firsthand experience, people have called nine one one for far less. Really, <laughs> just witnessing shit like that. Yeah. Uh, you remember, I I used to have somebody else living in this house up until seven years ago or something, and she had a little beagle, and I would take the beagle for a walk. And beagle, this is, you know, the beagles are very sweet dogs, but they're just really dumb, just dumb as a bag of hammers, as the kids say. And I would try to guide the beagle across. My street, there's a wooded area that's not, there's no houses or anything. I try to get him to shit over there. And I, most of the time I was fairly successful, but sometimes the house that's catty cornered to mine, for some reason he would, he'd be drawn to there and I didn't always have a bag and sometimes yeah. I would just leave. Uh, and I, I don't have, 
I don't have a relationship with my neighbors. I don't. Right, so I, this is the house that's down at the end of the street on the opposite the other side. side right, as yeah. you're trying to get across that street to to yes. where the woods are. I get it. I totally understand the so, geography of this. Yeah. So the guy, honestly, that guy is like the guy that I just say I, I talk to him and we chat and hey, the power's out, whatnot. The other lit neighbors, I barely say two words to them ever, and it's not because I hate them. It's just because. I grew up in a small town where everybody was into each other's shit. Everybody knew everybody's business. And I, I went the other way when I grew up. I feel people deserve their privacy, blah, blah, blah. So whatever. This, and one, and the dog would, the dog a couple of times would, would do it. And then one time he fucking catches me red handed and he stares at me, just glowers at me. And I take, I said to him very, I'll, I'll go, I'll come back and get it. And we ran across the street back to the house very quickly, just like that. <laughs> And so for years, I would avoid this guy because I was so ashamed that I had the dog that he had caught me with the dog taking his shit on his lawn. I felt so bad for somebody. We've made up since then, and we're we're pretty good pals over the next over the past, last few. Years. He actually came up to me a couple of weeks ago, and he said, "How are things going?" And we chatted about the virus and shit like that. So we're we we've made up, but I felt bad about that for a long time. Because it's it's a, it's literally a shitty thing to do. It's right. literally a, it's a bad thing to do. You you see how a disaster yeah. led to a rapprochement and everything is fine now. Right? Everything's fine now. Exactly. Everything's yeah. cool. Everything's cool. Idea as the kids. But that didn't happen overnight. No, it takes a minute. It takes a while, and he's you know obviously the kind of guy. I, I just I, if, if somebody did that to me, I'd be like ah oh, asshole or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm surprised you go down to the doctors and, and like at night and you take a human dump in his yard just to show him hey, it's, a, it's a it's a fun thing that we're doing now, isn't it, pal? Isn't yeah. it, doc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you let him get away with this. What's next? Could be a, could be considered a hate crime. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. What is next? <laughs> All right. You know what I have in front of me? What do you have? This is. Uh, it's uh, three pages, mm-hmm. and um, the first page is the instructions. The uh, second page is the actual thing, and the third page is a bunch of uh, addresses for each county in North Carolina. That's right. This is the 2020 state absentee ballot request form. Oh, I'm glad you got into this. Um, because here in North Carolina, all you have to do is uh, go to the website, or I actually uh, threw it up on my Facebook page for people to click on, and you you can uh, you can you know, print it right off of there if you wanted to. You could bypass it. I did all the work for you. It's not hard. Good. But you you you, you download, you you print it, and uh, you provide your legal name, your date of birth, mm-hmm. your driver's license number, or the last four digits of your social security number. That one's too hard for me. Um, <laughs> your current residential address. So I guess that knocks out all the homeless people. Uh, please provide your email address or a phone number in case we have a question. And that's it. And and then uh, the the actual it's 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 very very and easy. They've been, they've to been do. doing and you it don't that have, way. You don't have to a give a reason. You don't have no. to give a reason why you want to vote absentee no. in North Carolina. And it's been that way for for a long time. That's the way they've been doing it for a long time. Yes. Now it could be easier than this. Mm-hmm. I guess. If a law was passed equivalent to what some other states have already done and are years, decades ahead of us and moved to not make you have to ask for the absentee ballot, they just send them to everybody. 
every address. Every address gets one. And there are a bunch of states that are, are, are doing that. And I think, what is it, Oregon is already yeah. 100% male uh, elections, M-A-I-L elections. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, I brought it up. And I'm talking about it because, of course, guess who has uh, come up with yet another way to add another brick in the Republican voter suppression wall? And Mm -hmm. and this kind of adds on to his outbursts a few weeks ago about uh, voting by mail and absentee voting as if uh, that is a Democratic plot. And if there's uh, too much or any, because he doesn't realize or won't acknowledge that a lot of states have been doing this for for 10, 15, 20 years, including uh, California and uh, Colorado and uh, some more Republican states, too. It's not just Democratic states. But now, because the walls are literally closing in on him electorally, that's in the Electoral College, uh, he's looking at states that uh, may be on the bubble. So he picked two today, Michigan and Nevada. And that's how it's pronounced, Nevada. Here is the uh, story. President Donald Trump mischaracterized Michigan's absentee ballot policies today while threatening federal funding to the state. Hmm. If the election could officials I, could I there... the uh, line? Donald Trump lied mm-hmm. about... But who, so who, who, what, what right wing publication was protecting Trump there by saying mischaracterized? It's uh, Politico, as a matter of yeah, fact. Of Reading course. this from Politico. Yeah. The president mischaracterized Michigan's absentee ballot policies uh, today while threatening federal funding to the state if election officials there do not retreat from measures meant to facilitate mail-in voting. That ultimatum from the White House, which Trump tried to downplay later in the day, comes as Michigan, a state crucial to Trump's re-election chances, combats the fallout from a particularly severe coronavirus uh, outbreak, breaking Michigan sends absentee ballots to 7.7 million people ahead of primaries and general election. The president tweeted, this was done illegally and without authorization by a rogue secretary of state. I will ask to hold up funding to Michigan if they want to go down this voter fraud path. And this is important because if he holds back federal funding, the people in Flint, Michigan might start drinking dirty water. So you have to be very careful who you're fucking with here, Michigan. Hmm. Well, what about those uh, poor people who had to evacuate today? Because a couple of dams broke, 10,000 people, they won't even have addresses to send the absentee ballots to. So uh, from the Trump point of view, I guess that's a good thing. They won't be able to cheat when they vote because they won't be getting those absentee ballots, which, of course, are just just rife with with voter fraud. And it always goes against Republicans. As you know, all voter (laughs) fraud is perpetrated by Democrats, and it always hurts Republicans. That's just a fact. We can't argue with that, right? That's mm-hmm. been that way. Um, so this is just another little, it's not little, it's a, it's a big deal. And by the way, that Secretary of State uh, answered Trump. Her nicely. name is Jocelyn, Jocelyn yeah. Benson is her name. Is what did, she said. did you see her tweet? 
Uh, what did she uh, respond to the president? <laughs> the secretary tweeted, I also have a name. It's Jocelyn yeah. Vinson and noted her office was sending applications like my GOP colleagues in Iowa, Georgia, Nebraska, and West Virginia. It, can I translate that tweet for you? Yeah. That's fuck you, Trump. Yes. You called our governor, yes. that woman governor. Yes. And now you're calling me a rogue secretary of state. Fuck you. That, I'm just translating it for you. Okay. Well, the president seemed to be in a, a particularly testy mood, putting out a lot of really what I would term as what's the word I'm looking for? Nasty tweets today. And there were certain people who said that this was because they've got some internal polling there at the White House that shows he's in deep doo doo when it comes election time. Mm-hmm. That's that seems to be the theory that some people as to why he was in a particularly cantankerous mood, although this mood is about as bad as any other. Well, I I think what's most important to remember here is at this moment in time on May 20th, mm-hmm. we've reached the point where uh, Every one of the 57 states. <laughs> See what I did? That's <laughs> good. I can't uh, give that up. It's so take good. Your, it's take so your tan fun. suit off and shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every one of the uh, 50 states is in some form of quote unquote reopening. Uh, some further along than others. Uh, many opening clearly not even close to being at the uh, level that that rational guidelines, whether they're issued by the CDC or whether they're issued by your mom and her good sense, because your mom would know better than to open the damn state with all these people getting sick, right? You're damn right. Um, uh, and we, it, it's already there. The warnings have been given day after day, week after week, that there will be another wave in the fall. But we may not have to worry about the wave in the fall because we may be perpetuating our own new wave right now, which we'll know in a couple of weeks because all of these people who are just showing how goddamn free they are to get out there and get haircuts uh, uh, uh. and get it done and live life the way it's supposed to be lived, sitting in a restaurant because that's the most important thing. That's what our soul, you know, I wish Sarah Palin were around. Remember when she, she used to, to talk about uh, uh, really trivial things and then would add on, that's what our soldiers in Afghanistan are oh, fighting for. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, it was, right. it was like the soda pop thing when they, she was on that thing when they started in New York, when Bloomberg started in New York. Oh, with yeah, the soda. yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. why the kids, that's why the soldiers are dying, so your kid can drink a Coke and get diabetes, uh-huh. <laughs> That's the kind of shit she would do that all the time. God well, but, damn, she played but, that but up. Britt, I, I submit we can draw a, a psychological line between that kind of warped thinking that that's what freedom is. The freedom to consume even under threat of death. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and we're just a couple of weeks away, I think, from this extending to sporting events and concerts. Right. Mm, it's true. Right now. OK, well, restaurants, that's only uh, uh, 20, 40, 60 people at a time. Beaches, you can move around no matter how bad it looks. Well, you can still walk the other way. But at this point, the uh, owners and the people who run concert venues and Live Nation and the NFL, and the, they know better. 
that they can't be put. Okay, all right. The WWE that's different. Wrestling, <laughs> that is way different. They're, they're different, and uh, you can bet that wrestling will be the first quote unquote sport yeah. had to do that yeah. uh, to 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 have people back in because number one they're wrestling and number two they're based in Florida, so. It's yeah, going to happen. Like, if somebody's going to take that first step, it's going to be wrestling, don't you? Well, think? That asshole. Uh, they've they've lobbied and paid off that guy DeSantis down in Florida to make themselves an essential business, and they're not the only ones that are benefiting from it. There's also another promotion called All Elite Wrestling, which is owned by the guy that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, at least his son. And they've did you they've done uh, the same see thing? the video of Ron DeSantis and Mike Pence uh, uh, sharing a little meal together today at a at a at a, a, a coffee house. Just a joint, uh, and, and they were sitting at a table. Oh, a little, t- you know, a small table when you're in a restaurant and the table's yeah. like the smallest one. So you're, you're only about two feet away from the other person and they were right in each other's faces and oh, they God. weren't wearing those yeah. masks. That'll they show. Were, and then own the libs. We're going to own the libs. The, the next part of the, the uh, package had them standing at the uh, self-service Coke machine. Yeah, to, to fill up their cup and, and with the ice and, and I hope Pence doesn't accidentally kiss him because then you know that would be like double bad for Pence. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, that's, that's what they've done so far, and and I I would move I, I would keep on going to talk about some of these um some of these poll numbers that we were just and again I'm going to caution by saying the polls don't mean anything right now, but this Quinnipiac poll that just came out it, it's 50 to 39 in favor of Joe Biden, and again I'm just going to go ahead up front and say there's no way. There's just no way that Donald Trump doesn't get less than 45 percent of the of the vote, the popular vote. Well, uh, in, a, in, a, in a two horse race, essentially a two horse race. There's just no way. Right. Well, we we have to we have to check ourselves here and realize that the uh, Trump scorched earth campaign of destruction has yet to begin for most people. It really, mm-hmm. you know, right now it's just below the line on on Facebook and on Twitter and and all the other nefarious places that you can do things without getting that much attention from the New York Times and the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll write articles about the fact that it's being done, but it doesn't have the impact that a a one hundred million dollar television buy all across the board everywhere is is going to have in uh, September. And October, which is is coming, and I believe that Hillary Clinton was ahead by ten or more points. Exactly. Uh, and everyone was saying back then, "Oh, it's going to close. It's going to. It always closes up." It and 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 so it it, it probably will. Um, but I don't think it will if this opening right now backfires and. We're already getting hints that it is because you had a couple of Ford plants that opened yesterday and closed today because <laughs> they had a bunch of, of people working there testing positive. It's not good. Well, that's just a little and, – and that's a car plant. Um, that's not a chicken plant. That's not a pork plant. It's a, it's a car plant. And, and you know, I, I saw the uh, the CEO of Ford, you know, six weeks ago talking about all the precautions they're going to be taking and all the precautions in the world don't matter if you have you know uh, 1800 people coming on for the the afternoon shift and they all come from different places and you're going to test them all which is the right thing to do 
And inevitably, out of 1,800 people, almost anywhere in this country, you're going to have one or two who are going to test positive for it. So then what do you do? Uh, these are some of the findings. And, and in this particular poll, at least the one I saw, he's got they've got him winning. Uh, they've got Biden winning North Carolina as well as Pennsylvania, Ohio, yeah. Michigan, and Wisconsin. They do have Trump winning both Florida and Texas, but at that point it doesn't matter. It's a just a massive route if any of this holds true. But again, I would just caution voters who are split on think they would do a better job handling the economy. Forty eight percent say Biden. Forty seven percent say Trump. In April, Trump led Biden by five points in that particular category. Voters by a wide margin. Fifty seven to thirty seven say that Biden would do a better job than Trump handling health care. It was fifty three to forty in April, only 13. It's expanded by even more. I, Biden, think, I think more important than, than even those numbers is the fact that for the last few weeks, the last few months, since Trump started holding his uh, historic and wonderful little uh, fake press conferences that were rallies, remember, that was about a month's worth of those, and uh, even up to today, he and members of his administration, one way or the other, have basically said, well, if you're fucking old and you get it, you don't count. Yeah, we don't too care. Bad, too bad. Right? We don't even want to count you. And uh, clearly the way to get around this is to lie about it. And by the way, you blacks, you're lazy. You live in shit. You're, you live too close to each other. And you're getting it more than everybody else. And you tend to have more diabetes and chronic health problems. So you're dying at a higher rate. So we don't care about you either. That's, right. th that's yeah. basically the Donald Trump Republican that's pretty much line it. of this. And if you add up the old people and the minorities, um, that's a large percentage of people who are dying. But it's not all of them. But that would be enough to... Uh, to, to lose the election for Trump right there, because if you lose 10 or 12 or 15 points off of uh, older people, people over 65, and they vote in great percentages, right? People mm -hmm. over 65. I'll let you know how that works. I'm going to be 65 in October. I'm, feel, I'm almost there. I'm almost well, I there. Feel that, uh, yeah, but so, I, I feel so, that. And then black people. Remember how? Oh, this time I'm really going to do well with them. Oh yeah, well, they, yeah, exactly. At the lowest. Remember, he's going to he's going to lie now and say that it's relevant that four months ago the uh, black unemployment rate was really really low. Well, what what does that mean to somebody right now who, who can't pay their rent, who it can't pay the electric bill, who can't put food on the table? What the hell does that mean? It means nothing to them. And you're trashing them for getting the disease. So um, Biden outscores Trump on honesty, good leadership skills and caring about American voters. Uh, Biden gets the vote on honesty, 47 to 41 percent. Trump is not honest, 62 to 34. He's 28 points underwater on that. But see, the problem is 34 percent of people think he's honest. I know. I, I don't be? see how it's that just should how be like could that. Be It's just it's just impossible. It's like Biden has good leadership skills It's 51 to 40. Trump does not 58 to 40. Biden cares about average Americans, 61 to 30. Trump does not, 56 to 42. Those are all good numbers, and I think those are important right. as you dig in. But, again, these are national polls, and at this point they really don't mean much. But it is good news, and it means that we're going to have to continue yeah. to work hard. It's good news, and uh, it, it also means that you need to kick that voter suppression machine into oh, yeah. triple high gear if you're the Republicans because the only way they can win this is to stop – the bleeding 
by shrinking the voting pool and and getting it just to white male guys who show up at courthouses and protest <laughs> the the closing of their state. I mean, th- that's all they've got. That's it. And and I think you can you can feel the air coming out of this blind loyalty to Trump by members of the Congress and the the Senate. You, you they don't say it. But they don't support him ever on, on this crazy shit. He never gets any words of support. You, have you heard one senator come out and say, y'all, I'm taking that stuff too. I'm taking hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on that too. No, there was one, no, there was one representative that somebody was talking to, maybe on The View or some shit. And, uh, I think Joy Behar said, I can't believe you're taking that crap. I think you believe it. And he's like, no, oh, the doctor said it. I don't, anybody that just says that. And, Again, I just gotta, I gotta object on the basis of it being a preventative measure. Who the fuck ever said that it was a preventative measure? Even well, as a first measure, of all, you... first of all, they're lying, Britt. There, there is, is there that? is no doctor. There is no, name me a doctor that's come forward. Show me one, even on Fox, that's come forward and said, I am recommending this for my patients where are they 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 don't exist in nature and it's it's gotten so bad you saw the story today i'm sure you did that the trumpsters are trying to recruit doctors to lie on their behalf yes they are they are looking for doctors who are, and, and, and who wants we know to throw that, away your career? Who wants right. to throw away all those years of right. schooling and all of the all the boards and everything that you pass? Who wants to just toss that away in the trash can? Who Anybody? wants your credibility to 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 go down to zero? Remember that that phrase? And and by the way, I came up with this many many years ago. You've probably heard it. First, do no harm. Remember that one? That that's was mine. First, that's a Hippocratic oath number one. Yeah, yeah, I gave it to him. <laughs> and, and um. You know, if you're, if you're a doctor and you're going to be on the take, do it the old fashioned way. Take money from a drug company to push a drug, a real drug. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I kid because I can. <laughs> but, but, but this is unbelievable. Think about this that, um, at this point in this story, because there is unanimous condemnation of the idea that there's any prophylactic, uh, or preventative yeah. uh, uh, value to uh, to that crap. Um, it just doesn't work, and the the uh, tests that they've done, and the um, what do you, what do you call that when they do a a, a big group of people and uh, it's like a uh, like a panel or something like that. Or it's like not a, a panel. It's a uh, it, it, study. It's a, a study. It's just yeah. They they did the study at the VA and. Um, it didn't help, and some people got really bad side effects. Some people got heart issues. Some people died. And then Trump disparaged the whole thing and called it uh, an, an, an evil survey, okay? <laughs> it's some crazy way of trying to term it as not legitimate. It was his own government. It was the VA that was doing it to try to find out whether there's some legitimacy to it, and there wasn't. Um but when you've got a president who's at war with the very idea of government anyway, when you're with a, when you're living in a country with a president who's at war with the idea of, of any restraints being put on him by uh, other branches of government or by inspectors general or by the courts or by the Congress or by anybody, 
this this is what we got. We are we're on the verge of Hitler. We we really are. I really feel that that if, if this guy gets reelected, if you think the gloves have been off since he got uh, acquitted by the Senate, mm-hmm. if you think he's been out of control, it's by, by by firing four inspectors general who are all guilty of just doing their jobs, right. every damn one of them. If you think that they've been lining their pockets and grifting and awarding contracts to, to friends and suck-ups and people who go on Fox and say, hey, Mr. President, I know how to build a wall. Okay, here's a billion and a half dollars, Mr. Nobody from North Dakota. You have a construction company. Want to build a wall? Okay. If you think it's bad now, imagine what the next four years would be like. It's just beyond belief. It's over. It is just over. And by the way, over the top of all this is we've got an epidemic that could crush this. If you think that uh, uh, 33 million people out of work is bad, wait till it's 70 million. Because that's what if 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 this blows up over the next month or six weeks, that's what's going to happen. It's mm-hmm. over. The, there will be no more airlines. There will be no more restaurants. It will be over. There we'll will be, be no depression. sports. Yeah, be, we will be yeah. in a full-blown, it'll make 1931 look like 1999, time mm-hmm. to part. And that's how bad it's going to be if if a self-induced crisis occurs where the number of infections, the number of people dying explodes again, and hospitals are overrun, not just in New York, but in Omaha and in Santa Fe and in Dallas and in Miami. If if that happens, it's over. And uh, it, I think this is this is a bad thing that's going on right now. The the, the, the chances of this happening. You know, this is the old one in a hundred. This is the old Dick Cheney thing, right? Oh yeah, the one percent doctrine. Sure. Right. This is the to me, it feels like it should be the one percent doctrine. If there's even a one percent chance that this is going to blow up and and completely destroy the country, which it would, mm-hmm. you can't do it. You have got to to wait a few more weeks, a few more months before you start. Uh, letting people run around, but it's too late now. It's, they're upset it's, it's in North Carolina. They're upset at Gov- some people are upset at Governor Cooper because he has woed back some plans to open up bars and restaurants and some other businesses that were scheduled to come online as phase two um five o'clock on Friday. And he's good for him. Good for he him. He said that he's not going to do it because basically the because um, he's listening the data- to us. Well, the, no, the data, I think the data is probably more important than listening to us. It's showing that it's not going down significantly in the way that they wanted it to. So he's going to slow some of that stuff up. And some people are very upset about that. But, and they're like, I, I did see one person, um, who I used to work with, who you may know tangentially. And, and she was like, I, I have a gym. I, I want to open it up. I was told it was going to be part of phase two and we were all preparing for that. And now I don't have to. And now I'm upset. And I'm like, well, the data, that came in showed that you're at greater risk than you were than they thought you might be a week ago. So that's why they're waiting a couple more weeks before you open up. I'm sorry. And, and dead people can't spend money. They just can't. And dead employees can't come to work. I, 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 I hate to point these things out to people. I know I'm being a histrionic socialist liberal, but that's, that's just the way it is. It's not worth dying for getting sick and, and, you know, racking up thousands upon thousands of dollars of medical bills if you do actually survive forget it it's not just that it's 
no one's going to come. Yeah. You've seen enough survey results, enough opinion poll results, that even Republicans who are surveyed, most of them are saying, hold on. I mean, we cannot go by what we see on TV when, you know, a hundred people show up in front of some state house somewhere. They, they look bigger and more numerous because of the way TV makes them look, but they do not represent what most people are thinking. If you're in a position where you don't absolutely have to go to work to survive or you're not in a job that, that, that just utterly demands it, you're part of the majority of the country that is saying, hold your horses. But as usual, as we've learned in elections for the last 15 years, the majority doesn't matter. Yeah, majority does not rule. We have minority rule in so many areas. And I think we have minority rule in a lot of these cases. Many of these mm -hmm. governors, I think, are going against their own best interests and against their own sense of what is right. They are giving in to the pressure. They They are. And I just feel like, again, this is going to be turned more and more political. If they do allow some restaurants to open, they, they have 50% capacity. I just see these MAGA assholes trying to jam as many people as they possibly can into these restaurants to prove some sort of stupid-ass point about freedom or whatever. You know well, what I'm saying? See, if, if you don't have the brains to realize that if you pack people close together right, right. and the virus spreads and you don't believe all these stories – where they held a church service somewhere, some right. asshole pastor held a church service, 150 people, and guess what? You know, 90 of them now test positive for it because one guy had. If you don't believe that that's not going to happen in these restaurant situations all around the country, then there's nothing I can do to help you. But the problem is because you go to the restaurant and everything's fine and you're having fun and you feel okay when you go home, Apparently, you're unable to believe that 10 days later, two weeks later, when you're sick as a dog, mm -hmm. that that had anything to do with where you were. Mm -hmm. that, that people cannot, you know, that's like a, a three-year-old, okay, or a two-year-old. Yes, it's very difficult to explain to them, you don't, don't put your hand on the stove because it will burn you. But at least in that case, the kid gets burnt instantly. If you had to tell the kid, don't put your hand on the stove because two weeks later, yeah. it's really going to hurt you, it would be even more difficult to keep them from uh, putting their hand on the stove. But that's what we have here. Mm -hmm. We have a bunch of three-year-olds, and they don't realize that it's all going to uh, come down a, a few weeks from now. But a, on the other hand, we have a president who's so stupid and so sick and so hell-bent on getting the country, quote-unquote, open again, which will mean nothing because no one wants to go out, no one wants to go to a restaurant, no one wants to do things in mass numbers enough to put everybody back in business who is on the verge of going out of business right now because people don't feel safe. But when Trump, I believe this was on Tuesday, actually said, 
the fact that we have the most deaths is kind of a badge of honor. It proves that we're doing more testing than any other country in the world. We did 13 million tests. And then he went on to say if we only did a million tests, we'd have uh, fewer cases. And I thought, wait a minute, can, can someone just take a slingshot and, and, and hit him with a potato? If, if we tested nobody, according to Donald Trump's theory right there, there'd be no cases. No, the same number of people would still be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just wouldn't have been tested. Which goes back to one how, of our how could, how could people not see the, 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 the upside down logic of that? It can, but, I, but it still goes back. My, one of my favorite <laughs> Donald Trump uh, quotes to this entire thing has been uh, when he said that we had people dying who've never been, have never died before. I love that one. Morning show. Yeah, he said that. It was, it was like last month. <laughs> we have people dying who've never died before. The way I'm coughing, I may die right here. You know, you have a mute button. There's a nice little mute button there. You might want to experiment with that. I don't believe in it. Uh, morning, Joe. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to thwart your freedom. I'm trying to abridge your freedom. Is what I'm doing right now. Morning, Joe. Host Mika Brzezinski tore into President Donald Trump on Wednesday after he once again accused her husband and co-host Joe Scarborough of murder calling the president a cruel, sick, disgusting person. In recent days, the morning program has bashed Trump's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. The president has revived a vicious conspiracy theory that Scarborough murdered a young staffer when the MSNBC host was congressman back in 2001. Yeah, did he poison her? Did he shoot her? Did he strangle her? All the above. Uh, did, he, did he rape her first before all of, all he strangled her? How before and work? after. He, it was before and after he raped her. It was, uh, and, and then he put her in a car and then and he Teddy kennedy her. Even though authorities said they did not suspect foul play and ruled that the AIDS death was accidental, the president has repeatedly called for what he called a cold case to be opened, asking if Scarborough got away from murder. The tweet from May the 12th says, when will they open a cold case on the psycho Joe Scarborough matter in Florida? Did he get away with murder? Some people think so. Why did he leave Congress so quietly and quickly? Some people think so. Wow. Anytime it's people are saying, some people think so. Someone came up to me and said, sir, did you know that Joe Scarborough is a murderer? Sir. So Mika Brzezinski very emotionally calls out and she says, Twitter, and she says this even on the, the platform itself, Twitter, are you okay with this? This guy just slandering my husband? And apparently she it did get her a meeting with Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter. So she's going to be able to sit down with him and see if Donald Trump's going to be able to continue spewing his bullshit freely on, on Jack Dorsey's uh, platform. Boy, I think that would be a great line to be drawn right there. I, I really do. This is, uh, Twitter, they've got to stop it. They've got to stop it. I mean, when I see, and, you know, you get annoyed when you get, uh, the, the warning from Facebook. I mean, I get that. I mean, it's annoying, but at least they're trying. Twitter doesn't even try. They don't. Uh, it's the Wild West. They've gotten better, but that's not saying much. Honestly, they've gotten mildly better, but they're still very not great at just promoting whatever. And they're not very consistent. They've they've done a lot of navel gazing when it comes to their service agreement and allowing speech and stuff like that. But they don't seem to be taking any concrete steps. And this would be I think you're right. I think this would be a great test case and he could rage against it. And I think that's 
Well, that's the win, I think, for him and his people is that he's once again been victimized by these companies, and we have to do something about these terrible companies for clamping down on free speech. How about well, that, that, that's the problem. If if you say nothing and you let him get away with it, then right. he gets away with it. If you say something, I mean, he claims victimhood. We we know this, exactly. this cycle already. We understand that. And uh, almost every one of those little poll results that you were um, uh, running through – indicate Trump fatigue. Yeah. They're tired of it. Even among a lot of Republicans, honestly. There's a lot of a lot of mainstream Republicans who are not crazy asses who have, have pretty much been like, eh, I don't think so. I'll 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 take my chances with Joe Biden. I think there's several there's a lot a good amount of people in the Republican Party who are like, eh, of course Biden would not be my first, second, third or fourth choice, but I I, I think I'll roll the dice with him. Well, uh, let's let, let's play this uh, little thought game here. Let's just say right now the nominee was Bernie Sanders. Okay. <laughs> um, would Trump be doing better or worse against nominee Bernie Sanders? Because right now nominee Bernie Sanders would be all in every day pounding the idea of um, – Medicare for all, yeah. because millions of people not only have lost their jobs, mm-hmm. but they've lost their health care too. And under Medicare for all, that would not have happened. There are a lot of a lot of different things that would be in play right now. And you know, Bernie Sanders would have been uh, uh, more adept at answering the uh, crap from Trump than Joe Biden is. There's no doubt about that. But then. The rope-a-dope strategy of Biden, for the most part, has worked pretty well. Yeah. He's, he's got a nice lead, um, and it's the old one. The guy's shooting himself in the ass. You just get out of the way theory uh, a lot of times. Which, uh, there's a lot of video. There's a lot of appearances by Biden on, on Zoom and stuff where he he basically lays into Trump. <laughs> there, there's enough of that. It's not like he's not doing nothing. No, I, I, to answer your question, I don't think uh, I don't think Sanders would be doing any better. I don't think he would be doing any better than Biden. Too. I think he'd probably be doing a little bit worse. Um, yeah, I think Biden has handled this as well as anybody has. They continue to try to make fun of him and stuff on Fox, but whatever. Well, as they well want. as he's capable of, you know what sure. I mean, Britt? You know, sure, because, exactly. Uh, as as you know, oh my God. No. The latest on Mike Pompeo is that they've uncovered these Madison dinners that he was. Uh, Using taxpayer money. Now, what is a what is a Madison dinner? I'm I'm not familiar well, with that term. I never heard it until today. I, it's they've, they've tried to hijack the spirit of our fourth president, James Madison, um, and they they think that somehow they are carrying on his traditions or some shit like that. But they would have some Fox News people there, like Laura Ingram and stuff, and they would use taxpayer monies. But State Department officials were not necessarily very happy with this. Uh, because they think he was just trying to curry favor with some people who could help him out, Mike Pompeo, with any kind of future that he might have had politically. Now that he's worked for Donald Trump for this amount of time, he really has no future politically, but still, he should not have been doing this. And that's more the reason that, that uh, the IG guy had to be fired. So this just sounds to me like garden variety, Donald Trump style, grifting mm-hmm. and – 
using the uh, government dime and the government to advantage, you know, that government that you hate, mm-hmm. uh, to further your own political goals at the expense of the country and at the expense of uh, anything even resembling the carrying out of foreign policy, which is the last time I checked what a secretary of state is supposed to do. Um this is inexcusable. Again, Pompeo should be fired, not the guy in, you know, who's overseeing him, mm-hmm. but the president is Donald Trump, and that's how Donald Trump operates. So they're modeling themselves. All these people in Trump's cab, they're doing exactly what Trump would do if Trump were the Secretary of State and could get away with it. And uh, this is a guy who has a hotel, you know, less than a mile from the White House, who's making money off of it while he's president. So why can't I throw a dinner? Right. <laughs> why can't I throw a dinner? And, and by the way, uh, my dog needs walking. OK, <laughs> by the way, walk it on Krantz's lawn and don't clean the shit up and see what, what he's going to do. See if he's going to open the door and yell at you uh, and pick up my dry cleaning. And we need some milk. Can you get that done for us? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and 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 the, the, what what real, Mike Pompeo, at least to me, comes off as the most unattractive potential candidate for higher office. I don't know how he got elected to Congress in Kansas when he did. Right. But the idea that he would have statewide appeal, let alone national appeal, because you know he thinks he should be president, he comes off so arrogant he he comes off like a caricature of a of a fat politician looking down his nose at you because you're too dumb to realize what he's doing he really does he has he has zero charisma zippo nada not even close mm-hmm. and uh I, I just I just don't see it. Like somebody needs to tell him, Mike, you, you shouldn't throw illegal dinners. You're not going anywhere. Exactly. It ain't it ain't happening for you. I appreciate you're 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 living high on the hog here, pal. But yeah. But then the other thing is like, well, I guess if you're going to go down in flames, you might as well have a nice uh, entree and maybe a decent dessert to go with it, right? That's a very positive spin on that. <laughs> <laughs> Bradandbrit.com.